Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask is not Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holy Loki Podcast, where we step out and speak about sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and also known as, for you motherfuckers, uh, freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, we will be talking about ideal relationships, and I have my friend Adrian on the line, looking so beautiful, relaxed, and just happy. She's just a gorgeous bitch. I love her. I love this hell so fucking much. Ooh, ooh, don't be gassing me up like that, Key. You know, I'm going to gas you up, bitch. Call me BP. Not <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> British Petroleum. <laughs> I was almost going to say quick trip, then I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Sometimes I don't want I don't want it to be quick. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh. Girl, let me take a sip. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I need that. Mm. How are you? Woo, I'm good. I'm good. You know, off work. I'm currently coming at you live from my bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> comfortable. Memory foam. Get into it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, I need to get me a memory phone um, mattress Honey, too. You Those do. things. Get you one. Because you're tall, and I know y'all bones be aching. Like, a memory phone will take your body over. It'll just be like, come on, daddy, lay down. Girl, talk about it. Not, not why you had to mention uh, aching bones. I was on the couch yesterday and I just leaned <laughs> forward a little bit. I was like, oh, what's that pain? Hold up now. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. aging, Lord? Is that aging? We don't do that. <laughs> pain. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what are you doing? I laid right back. <laughs> I was like, Bruh. that was the Lord telling me this is not the time to get up. It's not. <laughs> be seated. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta hear the Lord's voice when He speaks. It's a still small voice for a twinge in your back. Look, <laughs> the Lord said, "Be still." Now it's like, yes, yes. I receive it. I receive. <laughs> uh, but like, um, shit. God damn it. Okay, continue because I had a thought. And oh, okay, I remember. I remember. Um, I am twenty nine, knocking on thirty, and I know this not because of the year I was born. But because of the sounds I make <laughs> when Girl. I live life, like I am now doing that consistent mm, when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I sit up, mm, like, <laughs> and I used to wonder why my grandma and my mama did that shit. Now I know. <laughs> Look, it's a thought. Hey. It's a huge thought process. It's a whole thought process. Like, damn, <laughs> I gotta get up. <laughs> I gotta. I'm, and it, and, it, and it goes the other way too like when I I don't even sit down I just kind of like bend into a position and fall because <laughs> I the, the 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 dexterity in my hips that I need to bend and sit they gone it's gone Look. I'm talking about I just get into like a little 45 degree angle and wherever I fall where I'm gonna be <laughs> but really though like I, I know I probably should be doing a little bit more yoga I know I should but sometimes I'm just like I have to get on the floor first. <laughs> right, yo, they, is it, they're standing poses. The, the real, the ones that get into you, you got to lay down for. Right, child. And yeah, I, I'm still good at wall sit, so I, I could give myself that. I can still do a good squat every now and again. But there we go. There we go. But the knees start cricking, and then it's just like, mm, mm, mm. Okay, we're done. It's time I'm to done sit now. down. Look, look, when I was walking the other day, I was like, "Mm, 
is that is that my um <laughs> my femur talking to me? Bitch, hey, when girl. did you start talking? <laughs> <Who are you? laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, can you I'm be quiet? You quiet down? Quiet down. <laughs> I'm like, um, we 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 are not supposed to be we are not supposed to be friends. Like, I already, I already met my knees. And I, we were best friends back in the day now. We was best friends. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the knees kind of get rude as time goes. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I can't say we best friends, but we, we good associates. We can still hang out. We can still chat. We can still go to the club every now and again. But, right. you know, you get to a point where the knees just don't want to fuck with you no more. And just like... <laughs> I'm not trying to go anywhere. I'm not trying to go out. I'm not trying to go outside. You need to stay your ass home too. Knees, I'm just trying to be out here. I want to be out in the streets. You've been out enough. (laughs) (laughs) Sat down somewhere. You got frenemies. You got knees. You got frenemies. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, oh, bodies, body parts. Mm. And I'm also approaching that 30 and i cannot wait for my 30th birthday because this nude photo shoot is going to be lit uh, my 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 email address is drayton 2015 <laughs> at outlook.com um you got to make sure you put the dot or it won't come to me <laughs> i'm so done <laughs> Look, trying to support you <laughs> that's that's going to be my intro back to facebook <laughs> and then i'm leaving right after i'll be there for a week like hey y'all i'm back to drop this Boop. how y'all doing how how has facebook been how have you guys been i hope you're doing well season two of the podcast is coming up um this wherever that first uh, wednesday is of march i don't know um mm-hmm. we coming back but look at this damn body, y'all. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. I'm out. Fuck you, Facebook. I don't like you hoes. <laughs> That's it. Screen record. Stop. <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, the moment you release those, I'm on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Where sorry. is my marshmallow? Because you are a fire. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh god see this is why i love having adrian on y'all uh we don't get into the conversation at all we won't never get into the conversation. <laughs> i'm telling you i am the worst part of the podcast like i bet you your listeners are just like oh yeah he's so informative he's so smart he's so like real hard-hitting topics he makes everything great oh lord it's an adrian episode i'm gonna just I'm going to just scoot on by. <laughs> Y'all, Adrian, I don't know why this bitch is acting like this. She has more fans than I do. <laughs> literally, on my own podcast, she has more fans than I do. Literally, somebody literally messaged me. was like, I love Adrian so much. You're doing a good job, too. But I love Adrian. I was like, the fuck you mean? <laughs> I'm doing a good job, too. It's my fucking podcast. I hope. Exactly. Girl or guy, whoever you are, thank you, sis, because that was so beautiful to me. But also, girl, I don't do shit. Like <laughs> the work, the effort, that's coming from Dr. Scott. Don't forget that. Okay. I'm just this raggedy ass friend that got jokes. <laughs> oh God. Like I told Shane she got fans too. And she's like, What? Me? Yes, bitch. Both of the hoes who got all. Oh yeah, I love Shane. I love Shane episodes. I'd be like, "Yes, preach, girl. You know the vibes." Oh, (laughs) that's my that's my um that's my villain coach. (laughs) She's trying to teach me how to villain. I'm not doing well. (laughs) She ain't gave up on a nigga. (laughs) I'm telling you, look, look, anybody who has not been to therapy yet, go to therapy, and then you yourself is going to realize. You know what? It might be easier just to be a villain because being a superhero is too stressful. It's too much. Too you know much. what? Let me be a villain. The villain, yep. the villainy is uh, it's beautiful here, y'all. Like I said, and uh, I think it was an episode. I don't know who I was talking to when I had this conversation, <laughs> but we got healthcare as a villain, <laughs> and the healthcare is good. It is. I could get blown the fuck up by Superman and be back for the next episode. What's up? Look. <laughs> look just be like it's so y'all this is why you need to be a villain because it's stress-free you stop giving a fuck all right when you you stop giving 
you know you're gonna lose to the hero, but like you like, well, if I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose in style, bitch. I'm gonna give you everything. <laughs> Look, you're gonna get this work, and guess what? You sending me to jail. I get out. <laughs> And guess what? You didn't touch my money that I had stored. Like, bitch. <laughs> okay. I'm back like I never left, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. What's up? Do something, Superman. Fuck you. <laughs> What's good, Aquaman? <laughs> Love. Aquaman could get it, though. He could. Jason Momoa would clap my cheek. <laughs> Do it. When I tell you I will toot these little flat-ass cakes up to you. I flat. I see you, Jason. I see you. It's not flat, y'all. It's not flat. She poking. It's a flat mess. It's a flat mess. Poking what? Poking under (laughs) the zero degree angle. You know what? He right, y'all. My ass is not flat. It's just disproportionate because where it should be flat, it's not. And where it shouldn't be flat, it is. That is my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And now y'all understand why I'm so frustrated. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, oh, that. Speaking of asses, this reminds me of a conversation <laughs> I had with a former student. Uh, and before anybody get gross, I work with college students, okay? Vernon <laughs> um, <laughs> Scott is not a pedo. <laughs> not at all. Ew. But what's, his, what's his name? Asses. Matt so-and-so is. I can't remember. Oh, the other Matt people. Gates <laughs> is a pedophile, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> so we were having this conversation about asses and whatever and she was like uh and i I, if she ever hears this episode i know she knows i'm talking about her and she's the one who brought this to my attention so it's your fault bitch it's your fault Mm -hmm. love you still but she was like i have a hank hill ass and i was like bitch what (laughs) (laughs) and i literally had i looked up hank hill's ass so, then, he had to he had to get butt pads because he was having back pain. <laughs> Hank was thick. <laughs> girl, like I um, I was like, okay, you gotta stand up now. And she stood up and I was like, bitch, <laughs> this will never be unseen. <laughs> and she got mad after that. I was like, you the one who brought this to my attention. Like, I right. thought you was great before all this because, you know, I'm not looking at your body like that. And now mm-hmm. we have to address your body. And now I have a point of reference. I can't <laughs> that you that. gave me. <laughs> you gave me the point of reference. I didn't come up with this by myself. <laughs> uh, I can't unsee this shit now. It, it is what it is. But it's okay. Some Hank Hill had a whole ass wife and kid. You'll have a whole ass husband and kids. And if you ever mm-hmm. decide to, you know, or if you ever swing the other way you might have a wife and kid too well mm, well depending on how the government <laughs> works <laughs> thanks scotus <laughs> y'all thought it was over y'all thought i was done with that no oh, i'm gonna keep doing it i'm Ain't gonna keep it. doing it, <laughs> it. <laughs> until they get their shit back together <laughs> oh god love love it love it okay actual episode let's get into okay. it okay All right, we're talking about (laughs) ideal relationships. Okay, professional. Mm, I'm not professional at all. I'm just not. Neither am I. (laughs) I didn't finish college. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You get what you get, people. Go to school Mm. if you want to. It's a scam. (laughs) Now we're talking about it. Jesus, it low-key is. And this is coming from somebody who is a huge pusher for education and higher ed. But it has become a scam. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, The stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. The 
huge pusher for education and higher ed, but it has become a scam. It has become a scam. And let me tell you how. So a lot of people who are not Black might not understand this, but it, listen, this is the facts. This is the facts. When it comes to employment in this country, we want to put glass ceilings on everything. We Not glass ceilings. We want to put a, a, a barrier of entry, right? So- mm-hmm. First, everybody can get a job. It doesn't matter what education you have. We're going to train you. We're going to get all this stuff together for you. Then racism. We want to make sure we got too many Negroes out here getting these jobs. Guess what? Negroes do not have high school diplomas. That's how that became a requirement, people. That's literally how that became a requirement. You learn this stuff when you uh, have to look into the history of higher education and shit. And then you have uh, access to higher ed. Negroes are not uh, getting degrees, so we're good. They're not getting their high school diplomas. Oh, shit, we got public schools now. All right, now they're getting high school diplomas, so what do we do now? Oh, they're not getting um, degrees. Let's let's go ahead and bring these degrees up. Now we're at a point where <clears throat> you have access to education, uh, affordable education, supposedly. Uh, and we have these barriers. And the most recent barrier that's uh, of entry is years of experience in for uh, entry-level jobs. That's, that's, that's the most recent thing. But you have, um, you have to go to school to get these entry-level jobs, of course, you need those years of experience that you're probably not going to get because you are in school and those internships are not really going to pay you and they're not going to have enough years of experience for you to actually qualify for those positions. So now you're SOL and now you have to find something else to do that's outside your field. Uh, And then on top of that, because a lot more people are um, taking out student loans, we're going to continue to increase the rate of tuition so that you pay a lot more for no real uh, substantial changes to your collegiate experience because we can um (laughs) and now now you have access to other programs like for-profit colleges do not do not go to a for-profit college Uh, there are a few that i would say are reputable like phoenix um university of phoenix um strayer Mm -hmm. some strayer programs Mm -hmm. And um, um, WGU, I think they're still, no, they might be not-for-profit now. Um, <clears throat> there's a few. There's a few. Not too many. Do not go to for-profit colleges because they're going to uh, have higher tuition for a degree um, that's only going to take you two years to complete um, because, you know, you have people who want to get it fast. Um, mm-hmm. And their tuition is way too high for the degree that you're going to be um well, the career that you'll be pursuing with that degree, mm-hmm. that's their scam. And of course, because you don't have those uh, the finances to pay for those colleges, you're going to take out student loans. And for-profit colleges, since they are for-profit, they don't qualify for federal grants, which mean your only option to pay for those colleges are student loans. So now mm-hmm. that's increasing student loan debt. That's also increasing how much you have to pay the government because what? they are going to price gouge you because they have the op- option to do it because you're more for- focused on the quick uh, degree. Now, let's mm-hmm. go to the um, nonprofit, nonprofit um, or public school system. They practice in increasing their tuition so that they can match the rates for other schools, but still make sure that they have it low enough that students will be willing to pay for their college. Now, because they increase their um, tuitions, um, whatever scholarship you have, be it a state-funded scholarship like Hope here in Georgia, I think they have Hope in Tennessee, um, your college is not going to be fully paid for anymore because you have excess uh, amount that you owe. And what do you do? You have to take out a loan now in order for you to pay whatever uh, was not being paid for with your financial aid. And then that's how you, that's, that's how they scam you essentially mm-hmm. um and when it i got of- i got uh one more too mm-hmm. do not go to a private college <laughs> okay because a private college <clears throat> not gonna name me names but there's some bears that know what i'm talking about they are subject to whatever they decide they govern themselves Facts. and they're not eligible for certain uh, state or government aid because they're a private institution or if the aid is eligible you will get a fraction of it 
to go towards your tuition there. Whereas if you went to a public institution, you would go debt free. That is the mistake that I made. So learn from me, children, my babies, learn. Mm-hmm. Don't be like Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> but you, it's, it's true. It's true. Um, like with private colleges, this is, I, I might make somebody upset because of this. Um, <clears throat> most HBCUs are actually private colleges. And because mm-hmm. of that, you have a lot of Black students who might qualify for to have their tuition paid for with whatever um, state scholarship they have. Let's go with Hope again. Um, mm-hmm. So their better option is to go to a, a public PWI because uh, that's mm-hmm. what the school is to have a free education versus going to a private school that is the HBCU. But, you know, we do judge a lot of Black people for choosing not to go to HBCUs and whatever you feel is where you feel I'm not trying to tell you that your decision was wrong or right I don't give a damn a black a educated black person is an educated black person to me and I don't mm-hmm. know outside of that I support you exactly but like um, um I do I do regret not going to HBCU like if I could have redone my whole college mm-hmm. experience I definitely would have been at Clark Atlanta turning the fuck up and would probably be a nurse practitioner or doctor at this moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, I went with the prestige and the allure of a private uh, prestigious white institution mm-hmm. and they gave me a $50,000 scholarship, which I thought was, okay, cool, that's good. Girl, that but they didn't tell just... me that that tuition was going to be 75 my junior year. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you see what we're not going to do is this. <laughs> but don't worry, babies. I am going to finish up my degree. I'll still be out there. It's just going to take me a little bit longer. It's not where you start. It's where you finish. Amen to that. And um, so <clears throat> a lot of HBCUs do fall under that uh, category of not ha- um, being able to qualify for some of the federal subsidies because of them being um, private schools. Um, mm-hmm. So you uh, are because they're not there are some public HBCUs. Don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. There are plenty out there. Uh, so if you are planning on going to one, do look into that as well uh, so that you know where your tuitions, uh, where your tuition will be paid um, and covered. So you spend mm-hmm. a lot less on your education. But just know these student loans, mm, this is what makes it a scam because you have to get all of that money to take these uh, classes, to get this degree. And now you cannot work the job because they have all these new stipulations that prevent you from going into that field. They're not going to increase your pay. And now you're stuck with a huge ass amount of student debt that you're just like, who the fuck is going to be able to pay this shit off? And then check, check out, um, I saw something on Facebook <clears throat> that was like, we will, we will deny an 18 year old with a business plan for a hundred thousand dollar loan, but we will give that same 18 year old $200,000 to go to school. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam. It used to not be like this though, y'all don't get me wrong. It used to act education used to educate people. Now it's, uh, most colleges have become diploma mills and that's across the board. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, me even working in education today uh, and, you know, completing my doctorate, I've mm-hmm. seen how my own program that I was in is a low-key of diploma mill, but you have other people like myself and the other, I have to be frank, the other Black students that was in my cohort uh, who were actually using our education to benefit us so that we can learn what we're supposed to be here to learn for, uh, learn and not just put out these random ass papers that have nothing to do with anything or doing these simple as assignments that have no real substance to our education just so that you have new graduates out there that's not education that's just making sure that this one person has the qualifications to get a, a job you have a title and you you go that's it it's not really focusing on educating anybody sounds like busy work (laughs) essentially that's all it is but it, <laughs> if you are planning on going to um, college for anything, make sure you just have a mindset that you actually want to learn so you can be efficient and actually of substance at the roles that you are applying for so that you can make a true difference rather than just to get the job. 
um, because mm-hmm. at this point, people are starting their own business without any kind of education. If that's the route that you need to do, go that route. There are plenty <laughs> of, uh, I know most definitely here in Georgia, small business um, satellites throughout the, um, mm-hmm. that's funded by the state, uh, as well as mm-hmm. um, there's some funded by the federal government that will actually teach you how to start your own business, how to apply for business loans and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. And these services are free. Or some of them are low cost. If that's something that mm-hmm. interests you, do that. Go that route. Educate yourself. Don't pay thousands and thousands of dollars to go off to a college that is not really going to feed into you or if that you're just trying to, you know, get to that next step. If you're going to get to that next step, learn during that process. Make sure that you demand that you learn throughout that process. Mm-hmm. Like I have a... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I am educated, but not um, not degreed. Um, and that whole myth about, oh, you got to get a degree or else you're not going to make nothing of yourself. Let me tell y'all, I'll take down 85000 a year. I have no degree. Mm. You tell me. Now, do I work hard as shit? Of course. I, my body is my my bread and butter. I, I, <laughs> for side note, I was at my homeboy's birthday party. And they had built this fucking hillbilly ass slide. Basically, his house has a basement. And so, you know, when you have a house that has a basement, there's a hill because, you know, the basement is underneath the foundation, blah, blah, blah. So there's like a pretty steep hill. And they had poured a fucking dishwashing soap and water on it to make it more slippery so you could be faster going down the hill. And so they did all that. And it was like, all right. It was like, Dre, you ready to go on the slide? And I was like, um, let me just stop you right there. I do not have health insurance, so I'm not going to be able to experience this activity. My body is my bed and bread and butter. So I will applaud y'all. I will cheer y'all off to the side. But baby girl, it's a no for me. <laughs> and they laughed at me, but I was serious because, yes, I do make $85,000 a year. But without my body, I make nothing. So, mm. you know, there is some truth in getting an education uh, to have a easier way to provide for yourself. But it by no means is it the only way. Okay. I I am fifteen thousand away from six figures, no degree. You tell me. <laughs> Look, and even to support that, I have a whole ass doctorate and Adrian makes way more than I do. Twice as much. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. She makes twice as much as I do. Uh and it's not the shame or anything like that. It's just the truth. And I, I love it mm-hmm. for her and I love it for, for myself because look, I'm paying my bills. So Hello. <laughs> and in the event that that bill can't be paid, you could call hardworking Adrian. I'm going to take care of you. Ooh, I love you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like. Let me see that deep. I'm done. <laughs> I bet you edit that out. I'm not. <laughs> you know Damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Baby Benita, don't listen to this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> My hoe just be popping out. I can't help uh, it. <laughs> we, support, we support a hoe over here. We support a hoe. Like, <laughs> it, it, education really has become a scam. And I really do hate that. And, like, everybody who's offering education are, are not educators. Let's put it that way. Like, these, all these pop-ups... Um, certification courses that y'all keep seeing don't you have to know who know that person's history oh that google so that google i was looking at those little google certificate shit it's not it's not a good idea those are all right because google offers their stuff for for free as well as those their um their education programs are made by people who specialize in that field so those are those will actually educate you now in terms of them make uh, making you eligible to get a job i don't know for sure it might i don't know i'm not in the you know coding field um Mm -hmm. the tech world but those are definitely great uh if Mm -hmm. it's um like somebody offering courses and they cannot prove what their history is in terms of their degree they don't have a LinkedIn that you can review to understand exactly what the background is. If they do not have personal experience doing what they're doing, then they're not the right source. Like even for myself, I'm a life coach, right? Mm-hmm. And um, to be a life coach, all you really have to do is just say that you are a life coach, <laughs> literally. But, <laughs> but 
um the certification that doctorate backing you up though baby you're right that um, i'm gonna go to dr scott before i go to felicia <laughs> <laughs> like uh certifications in uh, life coaching don't really mean anything because it's not a regulated field now you mm-hmm. do have people who do offer those that um might not really have any true history in life coaching they might just be taking stuff that they learn from other people making to a course mm-hmm. and reselling it to you you can you can pick those people out easily if you know what to look for. Uh, there's yeah. like this thing called the ICF, the uh, International. No, the uh, is it International Coaching Federation? I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah. They are actually uh, are presenting themselves as the accreditors for coaching programs. Um, but yeah. again, this is not a federally recognized um, division, anything like that, but at least they're trying to make sure that people are teaching what they're saying that they're teaching. So you can trust, you're more likely to get proper training off of ICF and finding the coaching program there rather than somebody on YouTube. Now, when it comes to somebody, <laughs> somebody like me, my coaching comes from actual professional work in doing that, which is why okay. I can actually say that I'm a life coach because of the positions I held with helping mm-hmm. people with their problems, helping them guide themselves through their issues, my educational background. Uh, and then on top of that, me um, going, going to school to be a licensed marriage family therapist, halfway, mm-hmm. not halfway through the program, still early. But those things <laughs> qualify me a lot better than somebody who's just offering you some random course because of the money so mm-hmm. when it comes to education you really do have to do your research on to on the, the these people you have to know their mm-hmm. histories um and it's 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 too much scamming out here it's way too much yeah. sure. mm. see this always happens always we're supposed to be talking about the ideal relationship and we just put on a whole education rank. we really did a whole people going to listen to this like okay we're not going to start the actual episode but i like this information <laughs> like come right on, taking me, notes educate us today but we're trying to get y'all the game <laughs> Where's this ideal relationship? We get to it, y'all. We get to it. But <laughs> yes, ideal relationships. Adrian, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> like this, y'all. This is supposed to be a very quick episode because it's like literally one thing that we're talking about in this episode. And that is what are our wants and what are our needs when it comes to relationships? So, Adrian, what, what do you want in a relationship versus what do you need? So, um, I will say, like, you know, before I get into that, like, my ideal relationship, my idea of an ideal relationship has changed as I have changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember when I was, you know, in high school, and I was just like, I want somebody that's gonna walk with me to class, that's gonna come to my game, that's gonna be, you know, meet my mama, hang out with me, we're gonna hold hands, go to prime, right? You know, kid shit. And then after that, you know, in college, I was like, okay, I want my ideal relationship to be, you know, someone intellectual like myself, you know, able to carry on a conversation, but not afraid to be goofy, you know, um, fucking active, like want to hang out, want to do shit, no one's sitting in the house, um, you know, loyalty, love, you know, mm-hmm. sex got to be bomb. And then, you know, in my young adult years, you know, early 20s, I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I want somebody that is wanted by everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want her to be for everybody, but I want her to be desired by everybody. I was real big into aesthetics and optics, you know? I want to be that nigga. I want to be the nigga with the bitch that everybody wants. And now, in my knocking on 30s, um, I have become very, like, not introspective, but very particular about what I'm looking for. And and um, also, I kind of believe that the ideal relationship is also a myth. Like, and by myth, I mean, one, your ideals change as you grow and develop. And then two, the perfect relationship really depends on what you as a person are, 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 are requiring. Um, now, my ideal relationship is the one that I'm in. Um, is it perfect? Absolutely the fuck not. Um, are there challenges oh hell yes do we argue you better fucking believe it um but is that my rider for sure do I trust her more than anybody else in my life damn straight do I believe that whether I have a thousand dollars or no dollars she gonna ride with me and fuck me like I'm the best nigga that's ever been in her life yes so you know it's 
it's something that changes and develops as you do. Um, but the things that I want in my relationship are active sex life. Let's be real. I'm a horny fuck and I want to fuck. So if the sex ain't there, neither am I. Number two, um, I like communication and not so much like, oh, what you doing? That's not communication to me. If you ask me what I'm doing seven times a day, all you all you're finding out is what I'm doing. That communication to me is, you know, how's your day? What's going on with you? Oh, I saw this meme and made me think about you. Or look, look at this funny shit. Or girl, you can you believe what she got on? Like shit like that. I like to kiki with my partner. Like that is communication to me. I also like effective communication, which is something that me and my wife to be struggle with. Um, I over communicate, meaning I'm gonna tell you every fucking detail. You better be listening. And um, I'm not going to feel that I've made my point until I know that you know that I made my point. Whereas my fiance under communicates. She's gonna give you one sentence. And in that sentence, everything you need to know was there, but you don't know that it's there. So if you need follow-up questions or more information or additional information, she starts to get frustrated and agitated. Like, nigga, I just said, ah, 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 ah. Like, well, bitch, that could be, ah, ah, ah. Like, what we gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm asking follow-up questions because I fucking care. I'm trying to hear you, understand you, and move accordingly. Why are you mad? You know what I'm saying? So that's... <laughs> That's, you know, something that that is a that is a want. It's not necessarily a need, because even though we have issues communicating at times that can result in fallouts and shit like that, we the base structure of our relationship is strong. The foundation of us is strong. We know that we love each other. And so regardless of what challenges we face, we're going to face them together. Um, That is the need. The fact that um, regardless of what happens is you and me. That's the need. So I can I can be okay with the issues that we have communicating because I know at the end of the day, that's my soldier, that's my rider. I'm never alone. Um, so you know, you have to look into yourself and decide what it is, like you said, wants versus needs. You may not get everything you want, but as long as you're getting everything you need, you're okay, in my opinion. Mm, I'm with you completely. Oh my God, that was so beautifully said. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh my Without God. a college degree, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old, uneducated motherfucker. <laughs> she educated as hell, y'all. Don't listen to this bitch. Don't listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's so smart. Um, but like that. Allegedly. Not allegedly. You are not Matt Gates. <laughs> we don't need to allege anything for, le- for legalities. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't. I can't. Oh, I'm a mess. All right. So, <laughs> but yes, uh, I think a, a lot of people don't even um, think about or try to articulate what their wants are and what their exact needs are. I, I like for myself, my my. I will say my core need is you know, of course, I would do want to foundation a strong foundation but i need freedom within my relationship Mm. i don't want Mm -hmm. any kind of thing that is restricting me not saying that there cannot be any boundaries because i do respect Mm -hmm. that uh, with with my partner um but i do need the freedom to be myself uh, to be whole to be able to uh express myself the way that i want to express my uh to express myself because I'm going to always provide you with that freedom too. And for me, I need that re- uh, reciprocity from, uh, from my partner. Um, Ooh, reciprocity. Yes. That is a must. That's a need. Right. <laughs> only one party is doing something and the other party is not getting anything in return. Hell no, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> Look like, um, cause I would say one of my, uh, I was, this is also on the need side as well. Um, but this is rooted in sexual, sexual expression. I need the freedom to, uh, express myself free, uh, freely but I do want a partner that is open sexually um, because I can be with somebody who's not as open as I am when it comes to sexuality but that freedom mm. is a need because I'm going to desire to be with other people who can fit that the whatever you're not willing to um, meet sexually um, right 
it's not that I love you less. It's not that I I don't enjoy our relationship. It's just that on a sexual level, I want that. I want that exploration. I want that excitement in more than one different way. And if you're not able to provide me that freedom to explore that, to enjoy that with other people, then honestly, you don't have to be here. Um, <laughs> that's why that's a so would you would you consider yourself polyamorous oh yes i'm definitely poly oh. i'm definitely poly uh i i uh can be in a, a, a monogamous relationship but it also has to be with a partner who is who is as free as i am and open as i am mm. when it comes to sexuality um, see that's that's interesting that you say that because before Benita, I did identify as poly um, myself, but I went about my poly in the wrong way, i.e. I was a cheater. Um, <laughs> nobody ever knew. <laughs> well, I got caught once because I really didn't give a fuck. Um, y'all heard that story. That was on my first episode. Mm-hmm. Go on back and check a look if you ain't heard it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, um, my, my brother-in-law, he is poly, um, and we got into a little debate because he was saying that I am not poly. You know, because I am in a monogamous relationship, um, even though I identify as polyamorous. And it's like, well, here's the thing. I do feel that I'm poly because do I feel like I have the capacity to love multiple partners? Yes. Do I feel like that I have the capacity to love them equally? Not so much equally, but I can, I would say I can love them adequately. Meaning, you know, because equal equality is not the same as um Fuck, what does that mean? Equality is not the same as, uh, is it re- representation or basically uh, equity? Equity, maybe, maybe that. But you know, like it was a picture that I saw. There was a fence, and there was a baseball game. Ooh, I know what you're and, talking about. You know, you know what I'm talking about? So it's like everybody's watching the game. So that's equality, right? But the little kid, he's on steps so he can see the game. Um, the old man is sitting in a chair so he can see the game. And then like the uh, regular uh, young adult is standing. So they they all see the game, but without those accommodations, two of the three would not be able to enjoy the game. So that's what I feel like when it comes to being poly. Do I feel like I can love my partners? Yes. Will my love for one partner be the same as the other? No. But will it be any less valid or any less real? No, absolutely not. It's genuine and open for 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 the person it's for. Um, <clears throat> but I, I wanted to know kind of what your opinion is on it because. I don't know whether or not to classify myself as poly because I'm in a monogamous relationship and that relationship takes precedence over all of my relationships because I want it to. Um, and basically, Benita is not poly. Benita is very monogamous. Mm. We had the conversation, you know, we talk about it, you know, fre- not frequently, but every so often we'll talk about it. Like, where are you at with this? How are you feeling about it? And it's funny because when we first met, it was a hell no. Mm. And now it's, now it's kind of uh, evolved into a, after we're married, we can explore, you know, and it took continuing to have that conversation, not that I forced her or tried to coerce her or anything like that. It was just, uh, she understands that I love her. Mm-hmm. And also I have the ability to love others, but because I love her, I quell that ability or that desire to love others because above all it's you, I want you. So if I can't have you and everyone, I'm just choosing you. And I think it's that, that action and decision that's led her to become more open because she knows my love for her is real and true and genuine and mm-hmm. it supersedes any other relationship and even if we were to do some poly shit it's still going to do that um but the conversation that we're at now is we're once we do marry right <clears throat> and we're gonna you know try to dip our toe in that life um it wouldn't be necessarily poly uh that we would be doing more so swinging so um or threesomes like me and her experiencing another person which i understand it would be that's rooted in you know a little bit of a distrust for me because she knows my past so she's allowing me to experience the polyamorous lifestyle with the safety net of her meaning i can't get wrapped up i can't get caught up i'm not gonna leave her for some other person because she's there you know what i'm saying and for me that's enough like the fact that she opened and has changed her mind to the point where, you know, it went from hell no to, okay, after we're married to, okay, once we're married, it's a we thing. Like that works for me. 
it's compromised. And I don't feel that I'm missing anything. I'm, I don't feel that I'm losing anything. And I still have my everything, which is her. Mm. Yes. Now, uh, I, to go back to the uh, question relate to the uh, your brother, brother-in-law, soon to be brother-in-law. Um, yeah. When it, like, I, I personally, I, I just want to say, people have to remember that just because you identify as something, that does not mean you know all the facts about it. Um, right. That it's okay to say you don't know if it's something that you don't recognize for yourself. It's fine mm-hmm. because the way that we express ourselves, there's no non-valid reason to express yourself sexually. Uh, long as there's consent and everything. Let's yes. put that basis. Um, right. There is a such thing as monopoly. I had to um, really? look it up. <laughs> monopoly! <laughs> right. Oh, yep. <laughs> Love, that is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> So monopoly, uh, yes, um, but it's essentially when, um, like, I was even telling uh, a friend of mine uh, about this uh, with her previous relationship because her, uh, well, I was talking to her ex at uh, her well boyfriend at the time, but her ex about this is actually a legitimate relationship to be mm-hmm. monogamous with one person and your partner is poly. That is mm-hmm. a legitimate relationship. That is still polyamorous. That is mm-hmm. that's that's a relationship. You can be monogamous. Like, uh-huh. It's the same thing. Like I'm bisexual, but I'm in a lesbian committed relationship. That is not just because I'm marrying a woman and intend to spend my life with her does not mean that dick don't get me wet. I mean, come on, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I miss penis. I really do. Um, <laughs> but you know, I I, I can't stand with people with bi erasure like. You're not bi, you're a lesbian. No, I'm bisexual. Just because my partner is female does not mean that I won't take you to the Lord with mm-hmm. my pussy. Like, don't do that. Like, that's not the same thing. So I didn't know if that was possible in the poly world, like, to be monopoly. That's me. I'm monopoly. Girl, I learned recently from an actual podcast uh, guest, uh, Tyrell. He identifies mm-hmm. as solo poly. And I didn't even know that existed until we had that conversation about it. And that's just somebody who uh, will, let's put it this way. It's kind of what I talk about uh, in the essential guide on how to be a hoe, being out here in mm-hmm. these streets uh, and mm-hmm. communicating with multiple partners about, hey, this is what this is. I'm not trying to be in a s- serious relationship with you. I want, I like my space to myself. And I just want mm-hmm. to engage with you on these type of things that can be sexual. Right. Um, just dating whatever it is that's what it means to be solo poly you're mm-hmm. just out here enjoying yourself not making uh making a relationship out of who you're be- being with just enjoying that um right. that's also uh, uh similar to people who identify as a side um mm-hmm. you're just oh is that a thing it's a thing it's a thing okay yep like (laughs) it's it's um it's interesting um because like this is another reason why i hate how we um use identity to make it seem as though there's one way to be within that scope Um, because the way that we express ourselves will always vary between the individual we're all unique Mm -hmm. people we're not just one like Mm -hmm. yes we live in a society where it's all about uh, monotony it's all about um you have to be this way you have to be that way no you don't have to do anything except be yourself be yourself and how you want to be yourself if that yourself mm-hmm. is racist then that is what it is be you just don't be right. empowered. just don't be empowered lord just don't be empowered <laughs> but <laughs> that's you it's okay don't use your racism to hurt other people just be racist and watch black shows like you do every single day <laughs> A read, a read. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. We know the truth. Like racist people know more Black history than Black people. That's just that's sad. You hate mm-hmm. us that much. You learn more of our history so that you could what use it against us. Like, oh God. Mm. Let me let me not go into that. But you know, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to sing the My Little Pony song and everything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> my little Polly. My little Polly. Right. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that is a legitimate 
form of a relationship. Uh, my uh, monopoly is a thing, and people should like don't speak on things if you don't know. If you don't know, Thank just you. say I don't know. But let's have the conversation about the disagreement. My right. view is I feel as though. Okay, mm-hmm. this is why I feel as though you are a lesbian because you are uh, <laughs> in a relationship with another woman. But guess what? Regardless of how you feel, I am, I identify as bisexual. I just happen to be in a relationship with a woman. And that's mm-hmm. it. Was- I guarantee you when I was straight, when I was with dudes, I did not identify as straight at all. <laughs> like, I love bitches. Like niggas love bitches. That's me. Okay? So even when I'm with a nigga, like you, I may appear straight to you, but I am not at all. I will fuck your mom and have a great time. Like, don't forget. Mm, I'm so done. Now I will fuck your mom <laughs> and have a great time. Yes. I'm your daddy now. <laughs> oh God. Yes. I love you so much, Adrian. Okay. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Let's go ahead and transition into the end of the su- oh I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the drugs. To hold of you. It's 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 the drugs, <laughs> y'all. I don't I don't take Ooh. I don't use, but you know <laughs> it, it, it's whatever. It's the water I drink out here. Not you got a contact with my high ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cyber high you know it's a cyber high y'all <laughs> get that Norton firewall on y'all shit now. <laughs> You might be floating like Dr. Dr. Scott right now. <laughs> uh, feeling good. Feeling good. All right. <laughs> so we're going to do a would you rather. Um, okay. would, would you rather have sex with only one person all your life or always have sex in the same position, bitch? Oh, hell no. I'll take the one person. <laughs> Ain't it? <laughs> what? You mean I got to do missionary forever? Forever? <laughs> you lied. You said I, I need to be, be a top. missionary? I got to be on top for the rest of my life? Girl, who? Not me. <laughs> Look, I, I would hate for somebody to say, oh, you have to do doggy style all the time. Who? Oh, you have to be missionary all this time. Who? You have nah, to be nah, on your side all the time. Who? You got to be on top all the time. Who? <laughs> you out your fucking mind. My knees <laughs> said no. <laughs> How is these people making this rule? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I, mm, the same person. We could flip flip in reverses, bitch. We Missy Elliott. I don't give a damn. No. <laughs> we got a big pool. Let it. me search it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because uh, we not. We are not. <laughs> As I said, the switch, the switch in me just can't get with that. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You said one sex position. Oh, that's sex position too. Mm, I'm allergic. I can't have that. Mm -mm. I got a doctor's note. Just bad for my vertebrae. Look, Sorry. Uh, you you might have to just CC me in that email when you send it out. <laughs> I, just to cover, just to cover. You know, you could BCC me that because they don't need to know that I was on that. They don't need to know. What? Because I'm so glad you said that because I used to see CC and BCC. Like, what is BCC? Is that the better CC? Should I BCC myself? <laughs> Hell, Girl, I'm the, confused. The BCC is, <laughs> is for those petty motherfuckers. That's how you look. You know, you know, you petty if you know what the P- BCC is. So that's the blind. Yeah. <laughs> that's the blind uh, carbon copy. I, why do they have it carbon copy if it's in it? You know what? Yep. That was my <laughs> question. This is not paper. Because <laughs> carbon CC is carbon copy. I know, but like, where's the gas? What part of my computer do I hook that up to? Am I using the wrong words? Because this doesn't make sense. Hold up. Am I dumb? No, no, no. You're not dumb. I'm, that's me. I'm the dumb one. I was just, no. I was taking it too far. No, no. I'm, no, I'm talking about carbon copy because I don't know if that is what it is. Because, hold up. Ooh. Is it? It makes sense. Okay. That is Maybe it's bad. cyber copy. It might be cyber copy. Huh. Let's see. CC in email. CC in email. Because I swear it. Carbon copy. I, okay. Okay. All it right. is carbon copy. Okay. So what, what? Hello. Where's this the is carbon? not paper. Wait, what? I'm confused. I am confusion. 
why we use these you know what this is how you know we back in the day we were not thinking about how this stuff really worked we're just like you know whenever you have a copy of a sheet of paper you always have to use a carbon copy so you can share with other people and then mm-hmm. they decided but what if we don't want other people to see it motherfucker we could call that shit blind car- carbon <laughs> copy the fuck you mean like, who, who sat down and did this shit I need to speak I to know the motherfucking the manager. <laughs> I, I want to know who the messy hoe is that invented, invented, invented the BCC. Because, bitch, that was a good one. <laughs> Girl, back in the, my day my days, just I'm going to say the organization because I don't give a damn. Y'all shouldn't have laid me off. Y'all knew I was too great anyways. That's why you try to hire me back. But... <laughs> So, never gonna so get petty. it, never gonna get it. Never, never gonna, gonna get, get it, it, never gonna, gonna get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Back in those days, me and uh, one of my co-workers, we used to just um, BCC each other on social Most definitely, oh, look, there was this one student who had me all the way fucked up. Uh-oh. Uh, and I was like letting them know, hey, because they were looking for something in the mail. I was like, look, we sent it out to you already. Um... I, I, I'm not in control of the um, the mail. I could only go off the information my supervisor provided to me. So if that bitch didn't send it off, then it didn't get sent off. But she told me she sent it off. So it is what it is. You're messaging me. Why? And then had the audacity to have some some uh, tone in his motherfucking voice. Ooh, you know. He don't know. He didn't know Dr. Scott, not the one. <laughs> girl, and my professional petty was top tier. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot how I introduced that fucking email. I just know it was disrespectful as fuck. And it well, it was professionally disrespectful as fuck. And I literally was like, um, the tone that you're providing to me is essentially something that we are not going to do. Um, mm-hmm. and I can only provide you the information that I was provided, and I was told that it was sent out. If anything, you need to contact the your local um, mail distributor to figure out exactly what's going on with this thing that you're looking for. Um, but this motherfucker here is not the one, essentially. And when I sent that to the uh, student, I BCC'd my supervisor and the education, the uh, department head of education. And I was like, I said what the fuck I said, just in case this motherfucker decides to contact y'all. Right. <laughs> that might be. And that's the team. That might be a contributing factor of why they fired me. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me right. Stop. <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to look up this damn email. Um, but while I'm doing that, uh, here's a sex question. Um, do you like being turned on and made to wait? Wait, what? Do you like being turned on and made to wait? Tell me about a time you've been painfully aroused by just making out and not following through. So read that to me one more time. So essentially, because this is a horrible question. <clears throat> Do you like being right. teased? <laughs> is what this is asking. Do you like um, your partner to tease you? Uh, and essentially, when was the... Um, explain a time when you were teased just from like making out or whatever and there was no actual sexual activity that happened okay so teasing that i don't how do i say i i have a love-hate relationship with teasing because like i told y'all i'm a horny fuck so like when i'm ready to bust my nut i'm ready to bust my nut i don't want don't play with me like let's go i'm trying to get it out of me but um but i do enjoy the the like when I'm not like gotta buzz horny like when I'm just like I can fuck I like the 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 pageantry of teasing I like to be turned on I like to be aroused I like to be seduced and my fiance loves to do those things to me um I didn't know I'm so okay <laughs> fun story do we have time for a story team <clears throat> okay we got I make time we got it let's go <laughs> okay so <clears throat> Fun story, uh, when I first met my fiance, you know, we were, as I told y'all, previous episode, guys, check it out. You'll find out the history of me and B. But we met online, right? So we did a lot of corresponding um, via text, talking on the phone, stuff like that. So when we finally met in person, you know, I was, I, I guess that action of getting to know her was like the ultimate tease. And I was like, girl, like, I'm all in. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what that mouth do, like, 
I want to kiss them lips. I want to hug them hips. I'm trying to see mm. what you're about. I just wanted her, right? But, you know, I want to be a gentleman or whatever and not, like, be wild and predatory. So, you know, I asked her, like, hey, I really want to kiss you. Can I kiss you? And she was like, uh, okay, yeah. And so we ended up making out or whatever. And so, you know, after we, like, probably like a month after, you know, we actually got together as a couple, I asked her and I was like, so uh, did you know I was going to ask to kiss you? And she was like, yeah, I planned on it. I was like, what? She was like, you didn't realize, like, all the messages that we were sending and everything we talked about. I kept mentioning, like, wondering what it would be like to kiss you or, you know, your lips look really cute today. Like, mm. I had put that sub- sub- subliminally into your mind. I-, I wanted to kiss you and I wanted you to want to kiss me. It's- it turned her on. My desire for her turned her on. And um, I was like, wait, so you was plotting on me while I was plotting on you? And I was like, you sneaky bitch, come here. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just it's just like, I, I like the idea of her being a step ahead of me and wanting, knowing what she wanted and doing what she needed to do to get it and being very, um, what is it? Very low key about it, you know? Like that is awesome to me. Um, so I guess the answer to the question is yes, I, I do enjoy teasing when I'm in the mood for it, but if I ain't in the mood for it, I will punch you. <laughs> she ain't gonna punch nobody. <laughs> Look, I'm with you though. I do like me a good tease. Um and just let me know what you're trying to do, even though you're not really trying to do it. But mm-hmm. I if with the expectation that it's actually going to happen someday. I'm okay with that tease. If you're just over here teasing with the, just a tease, I don't need that. Mm -mm. Because I'm trying to, I I told one person, I said again, I graduated from the school of pull the fuck up. I want to pull up. (laughs) Like, what's up? I'm about the action. I, I, I do like the words. I do like to communicate, but the root of my core my soul i'm about that fucking action i'm not going to tell you i want to do something not show the fuck up i have intentions of doing it. now if things change i want to let you know okay it's just not gonna happen but i have all those intentions of really pulling the fuck up so and speaking of pulling up i i found that email i sent. <clears throat> so now in response to this person communicating with me um and had the nerve you know to use whatever tone of voice that they had with the entitlement <laughs> after I told them shit is out of my hands we did what we needed to do and you're just feeling some type of way um they responded was very rude and this is what I said <clears throat> please alter your tone in your correspondence we did our due diligence on this issue unfortunately you wish not to accept the truth of the matter there is nothing that I can do to ease you of the way you perceive this issue. I've offered you a solution. It is quite unfortunate that you did not receive your certificate. I empathize with you on that. Your original certificate was sent out with the others that we had. Of the 50 or so that was sent out, we only had to resend four, yours included. If you chose not to contact the postal, uh, post services to see what may have gone wrong, my only other recommendation is that you practice patience and allow us to send you another uh, send you another copy when we get the time. It is unfortunate that you've had a, had to face embarrassment due to this mishap, um, but once things leave our offices, we put our trust in those who are delivering the items to get them to their location. If you are unable to message me in a professional manner, I will not respond to you, but do know we will send your certificate whenever our schedule's clear. And left it at that. And that's all he had to say about that, bitch. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I can be very, very professional and give and give you the energy that you're sending back. It's called knowing words, people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And guess what? Sure as hell didn't say anything after I sent that message. He understood. What can you say? What can you say? Look, I, he did look. He did look me up on LinkedIn. <laughs> and I think that I think when he saw the picture, he was like, "You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to wait for that certificate to me." <laughs> I almost I'm added some patience. Look, 
without because you know linkedin used to tell you all um back then they will let you know who viewed your profile mm-hmm. i almost clicked on it and i'll uh, click connect just so you know i'm here i saw that you uh liked it what's up uh, <laughs> <laughs> got any comments you trying to reach me outside of the work hours or something you trying to communicate see, see me outside we could meet in the street because <laughs> yeah. what you're not gonna do is stop my income look that big. Not at all. <laughs> I will beat your ass off the clock, baby. <laughs> and that's on my freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we're at the end of the episode. Adrian, again, thank you so much for being so wonderful. Uh, this episode went through a lot of shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but we're here. <laughs> that's on that's on brand for me. That I'm a shit starter. <laughs> That is on brand. Y'all knew y'all knew what it was when he said, I have Adrian. Oh, hell no. Nah. Shit. <laughs> this bitch has got 18 more fans off of this episode. <laughs> I'm jealous, y'all. I'm jealous. It's okay. <laughs> they are your fans. They're yours. Because I'm a fan of you. <laughs> oh, okay, we, we good. We good. I love y'all. Adrian stands. <laughs> yes, I love y'all. Mm-hmm. Partly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you such a petty bitch. <laughs> it is. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> Do you have any last words for the audience? Um hmm, last words. Education is a scam. Make it work for you. Mm. And uh wants and needs. Like I said, you may not get everything you want. As long as you got what you need, you're gonna be all right. Amen. Amen. Uh, to the audience, thank you all so much for listening to the Whole Little Podcast, where we step out and speak about sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.